Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That's the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job and if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until I retired. That thought really scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which started with me actually deciding to start my own business. And by following a very windy road led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are fed up of the routine, the daily routine, and want to take back control and create the life they really want in their work, their relationships, their wellness, their money, and the fun stuff. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. During this podcast series, I will be interviewing ordinary mums like you and me who are mums in business. My guest today is Vicky Marks. Vicky is a mum in business who wants to help you to be your best self physically and mentally. Thank you for joining me today, Vicky. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so I know you, but our listeners may not. So tell us a bit about yourself, your story, and how you got to where you are today. Amazing. So, yeah, I'm Vicky, and I've been in the health and fitness industry for 18, 19 years now, a long time, which I'm laughing because me and Maria um, were talking about this the other day, and... I said 18 years but then we've been in lockdown for 18 months and I've said 18 years for 18 months so I'm guessing it's probably more like near enough 20 now so that's cool um <laughs> so I I uh started my journey as a bit of a lost uh 16 17 year old girl really I wasn't really sure whether I wanted to do the university thing um in my head I did but in my heart, I didn't, and I didn't want to leave home. I was kind of very torn in what I wanted to do. But all I knew was I wanted to earn some money and I wanted to work. Like, I just wanted to do those things. So um, I decided not to go to university and just to take another A-level um, to keep me ticking over while I got a job and decided what I wanted to do. And I kind of fell into the fitness industry um, because I started going to the gym and I saw the instructor at the front and I thought, I wonder if I could do that. Um, that'd be all right. Just doing an hour kind of in the evenings. I could do that. So off I went. I got, I got qualified as an exercise to music instructor. 
and I just started teaching classes, which I'm not even to the to the day now. I think, why did I decide to do that? And I don't know if I did decide to do that, or whether it was just the universe throwing me into the fitness industry and telling me that was the way I needed to go. Um, so off I went teaching classes, and before I knew it, I was teaching about 26 classes a week. Yeah, and I realized I was pretty good at it. So I thought, oh, I'll just keep doing this. And I was teaching 150 people in a, in a sports, a local sports hall to me. Um, and I just started loving it. Um, my body on the other hand hated it. And I pretty much adrenally fatigued myself to the point where I couldn't do anything at all. So, then I kind of started, I got myself a mentor in London. He was amazing. And I went and saw him every six weeks and he was kind of trying to get me back on my feet again. He was, um, I don't know if people like to call themselves different things, don't they? But he was kind of a personal trainer slash nutrition coach slash lifestyle coach. And he was the one that kind of said, are you going to do this for the rest of your life because like that's a lot of hours you've got to put in a week and a lot of strain on your body um to give you very little to to be honest I was giving out way more of myself than I could maintain um so that's when I kind of started on my personal training journey and he recommended some courses that I went on um so I started doing them I got addicted to doing courses <laughs> so before I knew it I think in the space of a year I'd um I'd spent a lot of money in in the double figure thousands on lots of courses and then I flew to California and I did a course in California which was really cool that was super cool um and I kind of went around just doing everything and learning and taking things and just adding to my toolbox really. Um, and I was based in a, in a little gym in Essex, um, a little country club. I was the only, there was me and a couple of other personal trainers at the time. So I was watching people in the gym and kind of gaining experience and, and watching really. Uh, before I knew it, I was kind of, my diary was full from morning till night with one-to-one -one clients. And I was kind of learning my way that way. and my exercise to music went right down and my one-to-one -one clients went right up and that was when my love for resistance training started and it healed me from adrenal fatigue for sure um I had a big eye-opening moment when I stopped doing all this exhaustive throw yourself around exercise and started doing five hours of resistance training a week and saw my body completely and utterly transform um, which I always love to tell that story to my clients and my members because there, there is still this stigma in women that they have to do more. They have to do more exhaustive exercise to change their body. But I'm definitely proof that that's not the case. And I went from doing 26 hours of exercise a week to at the time, four, four hours a week because my body was so drained I, I couldn't do any more than that, but my, my dress size went down about two, about two dress sizes 
from doing 26 hours a week to four hours a week. And I started to be able to feel my body building muscle, which I was just burning it all off with all that exercise I was doing before. And so everything just started to change. And that's when I started to really throw myself into health and nutrition and resistance training and that full package approach to a female's health. And then over the past 14 years I've just mastered it really and have been using it on not just on myself but on all my members and my clients and um and developed from there um and then five years ago I left the gym that I had spent so much time in and I opened my own little studio next to my house um which is where I spend all my time um and I absolutely love having this space for just me and my clients really and to do my thing um I always found in a gym you were always held to their rules and and how they wanted things to be done and I got to a point where that was not what I was going to do anymore so that's when I uh renovated my uh the side of my house and and here I am now doing what I love next to my house, but also running um, an online platform for women. So um, I'm a very busy lady. You are a very busy lady. And we've had that conversation about it's, it's not busy for busy sake or busy to fill time. It's because you yeah. genuinely love what you do and you want to serve yeah. more and more people, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, I think probably, so the membership site is, three years old in September. Um, so about five years ago, four years ago, it was four years ago because um, my little gym had been open about nine months. And the minute I opened it, it filled like instantly. And before I knew it, I was, there wasn't many days in the, in many hours in the day that I wasn't working and it wasn't working for my family. Or even though I had this, amazing setup where I worked next to the house I was never in the house because I was always out here so it got to a point where I was like how can I serve more people and not kill myself in the process and that's when the membership site was born really and um, now there's over 220 women on the membership site um, and I I am very strict with my hours in um in my gym now so that I'm trying to get that balance you know so you've you've all your career has been in the fitness industry and yeah. you're a mum in business yeah how did that happen with you not only transferring into being a business owner but also you know you've got two children as well how how did that all work all come about all get juggled yeah, I mean, I think there's not many jobs I did before I was a business owner. I mean, I, I worked in a supermarket, um, which I did actually work in for quite a, a number of years alongside my business. Um, but I remember at the beginning, all of us, you know, our, us business owners have these moments of maybe I need to get a real job, mate. <laughs> I've got to stop all this trying to be a businesswoman and get a real job. Um, I did a waitressing job and I lasted four hours. Um, <laughs> I, I tried to work in a pub um, and I lasted one night 
and I realized this employed stuff was just not for me and I'm a business owner and that's it and I didn't give myself any other option I was like this is your business now and that's what you're going to grow and then when I had my first baby it was a big struggle that transition from kind of just being me doing whatever I wanted whenever I pleased to all of a sudden I had this little precious thing that I didn't want to leave so it was quite um testing in his first year um I, I it was pretty there was a lot of pressure that I needed to get back to work I was working in a gym environment it's not the nicest environment to to, to go back to when when you've been away um there is no such thing as uh, collaboration in a gym when it comes to personal trainers, which is a big reason why I left as well. I, di I didn't want that anymore. I didn't want that backstabbing, horrible environment. Mm. So the first year of my little boy's life was a challenge because I had no choice but to go back to work very early on. He was about nine weeks old. So he oh was very young. Yeah. And I mean, there were times that I just took him with me because I didn't want to leave him at home. So I used to just take him with me, put him in a in a sling, strapped him around me and, and he was with me, whether they liked it or not. Um, and um, that lasted for a little while until he was like Houdini and wanted to like escape and, and do all sorts of stuff. But um, it was a big transition from just being me to to being mum and a business owner. And I definitely didn't do it very well for the first couple of years, but I think then we learn and we grow, don't we? And, and we learn that you have to maybe time block and designate times to do things and make sure that you're getting the, the lovely time with your family and um, you're putting your time into your business as well like my business is my first baby and it always was going to be and I was always going to go back to work and I was always going to be a business owner it's like I couldn't have ever dreamed of of not doing that so I had to make it work and it took me a little while and then and then I, my surprise baby came <laughs> when I mean was just two years old so they were they're quite close together which wasn't the plan but it was definitely the universe's plan because she's exactly what we needed in our lives and um, and the same thing happened where I needed to get back to work and and the second time around it just kind of happened and I'd done it once and I just needed to do it again and and now I definitely feel like we're getting our balance I'm next to the house my, my online platform is is my absolute love and I absolutely love running it so I feel like balance is coming so in your so far in your business life what's the most challenging thing that you think you've done um I think launching an online platform is has been the most challenging thing um technology versus asking other people to do things because there was so much I couldn't do myself um, versus the visibility of getting yourself out there as an online um, coach. There's, I see so many personal trainers starting their career with an online platform. And I think 
no, 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 don't do it. Because it's really hard. Like people are very quick to say anything over a keyboard to what they would say face to face. And I think definitely for personal trainers getting five years under their belt doing face to face contact stuff, I think is essential. But um, yeah, online, it took me 18 months to find my feet with it. And I think three years on, I'm still working out what I want from that platform and how I want it to run. Um, it's definitely not an easy option, which I think a lot of people say, oh, this must be so easy for you. Like you've just got all these people that just, you know, they're online. So there's not much you need to do. It is by far the most time consuming, um, exhausting part of my business I've ever run. Um, and I mean, I think there's a lot of online platforms out there that maybe don't care too much about who's signed up and who's doing what and they just let it tick over. But I want I wanted my membership site to change women's lives. And if it's not changing women's lives, then it needs to change. And that's kind of where I've been kind of growing over the past three years. So and I think that's probably the thing that makes small businesses different from the corporate ones. You know, we we do care and we have to care. And there's more, um, there's that personal touch, isn't there? Because yeah. it's it's a smaller group that we're dealing with. Whereas, you know, if you're some giant and you've got thousands of people part of your membership, then actually more difficult to know all those thousands of people anyway so you naturally fall into being just a number and I just think and I I recently closed the doors to my membership site there was a certain number in there um and I felt I needed some time to go stop like I need to make sure the you know like everything's running exactly how it should and I've got the right people around me to help me with the stuff that I don't want to do so that I can throw myself into the people that are within my site and I think probably there will be a cap on my membership full stop mm. and I won't let that number get any higher because otherwise you do just become a number and I wouldn't know what each and every person is there to do and and you know, Maria, and I, and I know if, if you're passionate about what you do, then you need to do what you do, not do something completely different. There's nothing to do with your business, um, which I think if I let it grow to thousands, that's what it would become. I would just become someone behind the desk um, and I wouldn't be able to help individual people. It would be more numbers. And I'm, I, I, I feel like that wasn't where I wanted to go. So what drives you? What inspires you? What motivates you to keep going? Because it's obviously when everything's going okay and we're, and we're feeling like we are successful, it's yeah. easy. But we all have bumps in the road where we're trying something new, which is a bit challenging. We haven't done it before. It becomes a bit uncomfortable. So what is it? What drives you to keep going and to keep changing things and to keep growing? I think um, the people, like the the results and the lives that 
are getting changed, like that drives me even more. I had a post going to my forum today about a lady who, um, she basically said it's the first photo I've ever had in my life that I've looked at and loved and said, oh, it's me and my baby, rather than saying, oh, what do I look like? Look at my hair, look at my arms, look at my tummy in this picture. Like, and that is what drives me because I'm helping people grow in confidence and, and you know, like find their best version of themselves. Like, so that drives me every day um, and gets me through the hard times because there are hard times in business. And um, I think I always go back to what, I am doing and the difference I'm making to people's lives. And that drives me to keep going always. So we've talked a lot about your business, but we know that you're a mum. So how do you juggle your business and your family? Hmm, that's a question, isn't it? I have to be really strict um, with what I'm doing and when. And I am a big paper diary girl. I love a paper diary um I don't do electronic diaries I just it's never worked for me I like a pencil I love paper and I love highlighters um <laughs> so I on a Sunday I write my work in my diary my kids activities go in green my training goes in yellow our fun time goes in pink and I I plan like an absolute boss <laughs> And that is kind of how, how it works so well. But I also refuse to feel guilt about having a career, having a business and having a life of my own. So I hear so many mums doing nothing for themselves, doing nothing um, at all because they feel guilty. Whereas like, I refuse to allow that to happen because I am... I am their biggest role model like I want them to have businesses when they're older like I want them to strive to have their own business so I need to show them that I am successful at doing that too um I I want them to keep fit I want them to see fitness and strength and health as an essential in their life not something you can choose to do but something that is normal and that I want them to do that so I have to show them that I'm doing that myself so I think a big part of the juggle is not feeling guilty for doing your own stuff. I think you're, you're completely right there because when I think when we become mums, we assume, and I talk about this a lot, that we have to put ourselves at the bottom of this virtual list and, and we put ourselves at the bottom of this yeah. virtual list. Nobody says to us, right, from now on, your needs come last you must ensure that your children, your partner and everybody else is OK before you are. When exactly like you've said, we have to be at our best to start with. Otherwise, how can we be there for our children? It's just. It's just not going to happen or it'll be sustainable for a while until until we sort of look at what we've got and go, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to give up. I just don't want this anymore. It's just not what I want. Yeah, definitely. I think, I do think when mums, especially mums in business as well, like when our needs are not met, we just show up as this like an eighth of, an, an eighth of who we are. And like, and I have 
when I had my first baby, I did fall into that trap. I fell into that trap of, um, of like, I come bottom of the pile because I have to work and I have to be with my baby every single second when I'm not at work. And I fell into that trap and I was so unhappy. And it, it got to a point where I was like, I have to have my time to go and train. My time to work is for enjoyment. Don't feel guilt to go to work. Like this is your passion. And then your time with your baby is that precious time that you have. And I think you end up being a better person to everybody all round. And I always say, um, you can't be everything to everyone if you give yourself nothing. And it's quite a big one that I put out to a lot of all my clients and my members. And because we really can't give everything if we give ourselves nothing. We have to fill our cup. We have to give ourselves time to do the things we love because it makes us a better person. And mm. I think that's what it boils down to. I totally agree. So based on that, what is the best advice anyone has given you? To um, The best advice anyone has ever given me um, is if you don't know how to do something, find someone that does. Um, and I've lived my life by it. And if, there, if I have a client that comes through my door and I don't know how to help them, I will find someone that can teach me how to help them. Um, uh, or, you know, if I don't know how to do something with my children, I find someone that can help me do that. Um, if I don't know how to do something with my business, I will find someone that will teach me how to do that or do it for me within my business. You know, like, I think the biggest thing was asking for help, like investing in coaches. And I say all the time, I have a coach in every single corner. I've had a coach for everything. Um, in my business, in parenting, with myself, like my health, um, it gets you to places faster. It's a no-brainer to me. And I think probably as mums, we assume, or maybe as women, we assume that we've got to try and do it by ourselves because we've got a point to prove because we are, we could be seen as the weaker sex, which actually, yeah. you know, that's that's not what it is. It is asking for help has got nothing to do with whether you're capable or not it's about yeah. like you said you are investing in yourself you are finding someone else who can do it better so then that actually they're pulling you up they're helping you to be better yeah and I think the tough love way I was given this advice was get over your own ego um, you don't have to know how to do everything go and find someone that can and I'm like, it's a big one in the fitness industry as well, because a lot, a lot of women um, go on Google, they, I know how I should be losing weight, but um, like, I know how, I just need to put it into practice. And nine times out of 10, the women that come to see me haven't got a clue how, like they've been doing it wrong for 20 years. They've been following one diet after the other. And all they needed to do was find someone that they, and I mean, I think if we go back 20 years, personal trainers were definitely seen as like a luxury, mm. whereas it's very different now. Like I have people that come and see me that are really fit, they're really healthy, but they just want more, you know, like they want to take themselves to that next level. And then I have women that are completely lost, like they've crash dieted all their life and they're at a complete 
point where they just don't know which way to turn. So there's all different people that come and see me, but you know, like it's possible for everyone, especially now with online platforms and more affordable ways of doing it. Mm. Um, like find that help, get that mm. accountability, support, guidance um, in everything that you're doing. So on the other side of that, what's the best advice that you would give our listeners right now listening to everything that we have said so far from a business point of view or from a health point of view either oh that's a tough one isn't it I think I think it has to be like be okay with getting help like don't be a martyr to it like don't spend hours trying to do something yourself when you can pay somebody to help you in an hour of that time like don't be a martyr over things and just say, okay, I need to get some help. There you go. In a nutshell, accept that sometimes you just need to ask for help. Yes. Thank you, Vicky. And finally, finally, people will have been listening to this podcast and be going, oh my word, Vicky is amazing. I need to be in her world. How <laughs> do people connect with you so they can be in your world? Well, I have a podcast too, which is cool, um, which I would love to get Maria on, but I've got to learn how to have guests first. So we'll talk about that another time. I'll get some help over that. Um, <laughs> I love it, love it. <laughs> um, so I've got a podcast, which is Vicky PT Strong, Confident, Transform. Um, I'm over on Instagram as Vicky PT underscore PT Nutrition Coach. Um, I'm on Facebook and I've got a website which is www.vickywithanI.com vickypt.com amazing well thank you Vicky for joining me today I always heard I love talking to you because obviously we're Instagram live buddies as well so we We regularly chat (laughs) we could talk for hours couldn't we we could we could um so thank you very much for joining me today and thank you everyone for listening if you're interested in finding out how you can work with me and how i can help you then head over to my website www.mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me take care Thank you.